ST-321, code clearance blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK. We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Code Clearance Blue where we discuss all things Star Wars. And this week we are having a bit of a mixture really, a bit of C.S. Lewis. <laughs> um obviously we're talking about the last part of Ahsoka. Was there a and... cupboard involved? I can't remember. <laughs> it might have been a little cupboard. <laughs> um and um that was James. How are you, mate? Yeah, good mate. Good. Yeah, yeah. Welcome everyone. Thank you for for tuning in. Um give us a follow on Twitter if you'd be so kind at UK Star Wars Pod. We've I almost speak... got to fifty followers, we're nearly there. I was gonna say, I think yeah, you've been driving hard the numbers getting those numbers up well well don't put it like that because it looks like i failed them <laughs> you're getting there though getting there <laughs> getting there we're crawling we're crawling put more effort than i am <laughs> do, you, do you know what though like sometimes i'd log on to my personal twitter and it says things like you've been followed by like chessmaniacs.com right and i'm just like i've shown no interest or like in chess or looked at any other profiles to do with chess it's like why why have you followed me? Yeah, I get I get a lot of uh, made up people, but they look quite made up. Usually sort of Eastern European women. Are you talking about sexy bots? <laughs> yeah, is that what they're called, don't they? I'm not I'm not talking about free PO wearing that little twin set. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No one I don't know if I've got any real humans following me. <laughs> Like, I went through a stage about two months ago of like every single day I'd have like I'd be like oh I've got five new followers and all of them would be like like uh I don't know Ivana from like yeah. East Russia yeah. they've got like they've got one follower and they're following about a thousand people and it's like do you want to see me on cam it's yeah like, exactly it's like do I do I just keep them there so the numbers look good or yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah Oh dear. Well, um, yeah, Soka, she hasn't followed us yet, but soon. Yes. But she needs to get back first. She needs to get back, man. I don't think the signal can reach all the way to Peridia. No. No, not at all. So, yeah, we'll be discussing that. And then any other news bits that have come up, which there's a few bits, I think, we've sort of seen. Might be um, might be a couple of bits floating around. Yeah. Have you, have you seen anything this week? Or uh, Well, I thought the sort of the big one was that poster. Mm. The acolyte, yes. which I thought was uh, quite tasty. Always seeing a, a a lightsaber, indeed, indeed. And we saw plenty of those in the Ahsoka finale as well. We did, yeah. So we can discuss a bit about that poster. What, what our sort of predictions will be? Yeah, um, that'd be landing the end of the year. But yeah, okay, cool. Let's move on to Ahsoka then. The lions, yeah. the, the 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 wardrobe, the warlord. <laughs> The lion, the witch, the Jedi, and the cupboard, or something. Yeah, that was it. Um, <laughs> I had to laugh when I first saw that. I really did. I thought, I don't think I've ever seen sort of like a piss take title. Like it's not a piss take, but like a play on words like that. You know what I mean? Which yeah. I don't know if they've done it. They must have done it deliberate because it just when you read it, you know. It's just, I don't know, like, it, it kind of connects back to, like, Balin, what Balin's always been saying, oh, these are children's stories and myths. 
and yeah know, we had Macbeth last week didn't we and then we did. this week we've got like you say C.S. Lewis like popping up it's like kind of sort of spurious links do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah 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 definitely um but yeah so uh that was that that made me chuckle at the beginning um yeah we we started off sort of sort of straight into it really about time really because obviously it's the final episode there's quite a lot to cram in yeah that's that's yeah that, that, that's uh I can't, oh you're gonna have to forgive me today i'm i'm a bit hungover i'm a bit ill and i'm very tired <laughs> okay cool I'm yeah a, i'll keep prompting paul can't <laughs> see but i've got i've got a cup of tea a pint of water with loads of ice and a can of lemonade just, just, just to my right hand side. <laughs> Everything's covered. Everything's covered. I've got a hot drink, a really cold drink, and a fizzy drink. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Oh, but okay. um, yeah, so yeah, we go. We delve straight in, and um, Morgan cargo. gets anointed, doesn't she? She gets anointed by the, the the great mothers. Yeah. So we we start off. I think yeah, it was our uh, cargo's nearly loaded. <laughs> um, Those hexagons are nearly at full completion. Yeah, grandmother witch in the backgrounds she's ready <laughs> yep the grand high witch um and then uh yeah they sort of have a little discussion i think um and yeah she's ready she's like i think what was good about this bit this was the bit where sort of morgan tries to sort of prompt him say why why are we killing these people and he's like you can't make the same assumptions and then he sort of delves back to the rebellion and then he even says like I once sort of you know was like that and I fell victim to it and I thought that was quite quite good like he's learned from his lessons a little bit yeah from the past um which goes to prove even if you are a very cunning uh warlord as the title calls him you know it's, it's you're still never too young to learn you know what I mean yeah that's right or old to learn sorry yeah that's it, and he, he was. That's so why I thought it was quite good to sort of. Don't really see the bad guys having a, like sort of showing their weaknesses or, you know, that kind of thing. It's usually their arrogance that blinds them. Mm. Um, and then yeah, like you say, she um. Then Morgan has a little chat with the witches, and she gets involved, and some sort of crazy little sequence. Yeah, it was quite um, a bit, bit, bit kind of like horror, really, wasn't it? The way that she was pushing her thumbs into her eyes and stuff, and. Um, but we have seen that sort of thing in the Clone Wars cartoon mm. with like the the magic that the Night Sisters wield and everything. But it goes, I, I said, didn't I? I think a couple of episodes ago, like it's strange that Morgan doesn't like look like a Night Sister, if that makes sense. Mm. But obviously, it's because she never really like was like anointed as one at that stage or whatever. So I guess that ties up that thread. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, Obviously, this sort of sets up a little bit later when she, uh, yeah, she's she, because she set the two up and made it all happen. Then she gets a reward, and yes, yeah, it's, it's like quite a sort of little scary sequence, isn't it, where her eyes and her pupils, and mm. and then obviously this the sword, yes, they the, blade. the blade, yeah, the blade, the blade of Talzin, yeah, which was which was great, um, because obviously that harks back to the mother tells in in the clone wars and that was the weapon that she used so it's quite a high honor for them to bestow that onto morgan but i suppose with the caveat that you're gonna have to go off and use this and then thrawn makes her go and use it you know what i mean yeah he didn't he... 
yeah, he sort of really manipulated that, didn't he? I'll be like, sorry, you're going to take one for the team here, love. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's a flash new sword you've got there. Would you mind going to use it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> you can take on these Jedis. Yeah, and um, that, that was quite, that was mirrored by, we, we moved from that scene over to Ezra constructing a new lightsaber for himself, which was quite nifty, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So they're sort of they're with with the little turtles again, aren't they? Sort of going across the landscape, having a little chat. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Ezra's in the lights. Yeah, again, we haven't really uh, correct me if I'm wrong in any of the live live series. We've never seen the construction of a lightsaber. We've obviously Vader references it in Jedi. Oh, you broke yourself a new lightsaber. <laughs> Into Lake. Um, oh, that's a bit. That's a bit posh, isn't it? That one. Yeah, we've never seen anyone actually sort of build one, have we? No, but funnily enough, there's a deleted scene from Return of the Jedi that shows Luke putting the final touches to his green bladed um, saber before he goes to Jabba's palace. Right. <clears throat> so the bit where you know when um, at the beginning of the film when Vader goes to talk to Ger Gerard and then like he walks off like. He basically goes to like his little room on the Death Star 2. And then him and Luke do a little sort of Kylo Ray like force. Uh, okay, I haven't seen that. Okay. Have you not seen it? It's on YouTube. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't know why it got cut out. I suppose maybe just for time or whatever. But um he's in a Luke's in a little hut in the middle of like ta- like a Tatooine wasteland. And he's like, you you only see him clip like the like one panel into it or something, and he kind of like mm. splices it with a spanner or whatever, and then that's it. But yeah, he like lights it up and makes sure it works, and then yeah. So um, yeah, go and check it out, dude. Okay, we'll do. We'll yeah. wait. Go on, we'll wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe a little bit after have to delve into the archives of YouTube, try and find it. But yeah, no, I'll have a little look for that. I haven't seen that delete. I've seen a few others with Jedi, but mm. um, but yeah, no, it's. That was quite a good, yeah, it's quite a good little insightful scene because obviously a Huawei, he was there, wasn't he? And telling everyone, like, he built... And obviously there's a mention of the boss in there as well, isn't there? The boss? Um, well, you know, the the guy who trained Ezra. Oh, Kanan, you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kanan, yeah. Yeah, Kanan Jarrus, um, yeah. Because he, he helped build his lightsaber, so... It was quite a nice little touch that he was... Hawaii Five-O was like, I've only got two of these, like, hilts. Mm. Um, and one was I gave to Kanan and I just kept the other one, you know, for for some time in the future. <laughs> mm. Quite nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, that no, was a good little nifty scene. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And then obviously Sabine was in the background and then he turns around to talk to her and she's disappeared because old Hawaii is giving it the old ma- the master and apprentice relationship is very challenging but very meaningful at the same time. And she starts thinking, doesn't she? And she goes goes to the roof where Ahsoka loves being on top of a spaceship, doesn't she? That's bizarre. Blimey, I've never... She had so much exterior spaceship action. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, she loves being on the wings. She really does. I thought it was quite cool roof. that they were flying really low to, like, protect the turtle guys. Mm. You know, like a little kind of... Um, like, like we said last week about, like, the whole, like, circling your wagons, like, Western vibe it was mm. kind of like they were protecting them as they were crossing the prairie do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 just because because it's quite exposed i guess 
that sort yes. of land, that isn't it? The sort of wasteland. It's, it's, it's very not worth fuck all there, really. But yeah, definitely, definitely. I forgot to mention actually, like the end of the first scene with um Thorn and that lot. Um, that shot where it kind of pans in and the two Tie Fighters take off and go over his shoulders mm. looks amazing. I thought, oh wow, just with that scream of the of the engines yeah. and like he's just looking like so calm and like confident in their plan and everything and it's just like they're it's, just screaming off that was an awesome shot yeah that was sort of just before the title wasn't it yeah brilliant. yeah i forgot about that the sound on that was amazing because mm. as they sort of just start they just scream off don't they yes <clears throat> yeah really Very enjoyed good. that and then yeah so then they're heading out to to go and engage the enemy yeah 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 uh, and uh, yeah, they're having a little chat on the wing, aren't they? Yeah, they're having a little yeah. chat on the wing. And she's like, I'm not going to, Ahsoka's like, I'm not going to leave you. Like, I'm not going to like abandon you again, sort of thing. Um, which then obviously includes, like sort of ties into the end of the episodes, which we won't talk about right now, but yeah, it's kind of a similar thing where he's watching over her still sort of thing. And yeah, that was quite good. But then the TIE fighters arrive and then they actually hit something. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, they've actually like actually hit a target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like they're using sort of the force to keep the ship up on the Soka and Ezra. And then uh, Sabine just like, I don't know what she does, she does some sort of hyperspace manoeuvre and just uses her wings to take out the TIE fight. I mean, it was a good good idea, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a good idea. I think I'm hoping that it took them the ship up. <laughs> I think it I'm hoping it really took them by surprise because why didn't they just sort of list to the left or right to like avoid yeah. you know <laughs> great maneuvering quite quick maneuvers those ships, aren't they? Maybe they told yeah. you about the little move maneuver at the Battle of Tanav. That's exactly <laughs> but yeah, that um, was it, it was good because she was just like like Hawaii was like Oh, like you're only going to get like a short burst of uh, power into the engines, and she's like, that's, mm. more, "That's more than I need, to be fair." And then, do you think Ez, do you think Ezra and Ahsoka gave her a little helping push as well? Do you think? Might have done, yeah. Might have gave her a little push, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just remember that. So there's a shot, obviously, where she's walking towards camera. There's a Y five O in the background. You just think, oh, for fuck's sake, not get every episode he's having to fix it, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this they go so... over the they go over the horizon, and the ship's just like cattled in the middle of like, it's like a oh, field. Not again. I know. Yeah. I mean, Bored he could like. he could quite easily start his own like auto garage. He'd clean up, definitely. Especially with his lightsaber knowledge. Yeah, That's definitely a good side hustle. He could go. He could go and get one of them little docking bays in Tatooine next to old uh, uh what's her name, Pelly or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She might not like that though. Bit of competition. Yeah, well, maybe you could just be like, yeah, purely lightsabers. Purely <laughs> lightsabers while you wait. <laughs> yeah. Choose your color. Um, yeah, so that was quite that was quite a quite a good little scene, and then so yeah, sort of slowly, you know, getting going again, isn't it? It's, it felt a bit draggy in the fact that you know we're still not getting anywhere, but then suddenly, like, it's Ahsoka, right? Okay, we're on these on the things again, the little beasts, what they called the, the howlers, wall. the howlers. That was it. And right. Okay. Now we're going to cross to the West. She seemed a bit peeved. And then let's just go for the jugular. 
Yeah, she's yeah, she's like, let's just go and knock on the front door. Just go and knock on the front door. <laughs> um good bit of banter with Hawaii as well, where she was just like, How like how long? And he's just like looking around at the turtle people just like taking apart the ship and exploding things and that. And he's like, Don't wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might have been the last time we saw him, you know, because I thought, oh, maybe they all go they all escape apart from Hawaii and he's stuck on there with this with this half baked shit, but obviously I was I was wrong with that. But, oh um, no! Imagine series two is just Hawaii on Peridia, like yeah. just bumbling around with the turtle I've, people. But he probably built a hyperdrive thing, and they yeah, probably yeah, he seems pretty talented. They did. Um, uh, we'll 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 get to the end when we get there. It's fine, but um, yeah, yeah, she, she was just like, let's go and knock on the front door then, and then uh, Thorns obviously come out and just said rain fire, which was uh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be running around on a howler looking up and just thinking, oh god, that Star Destroyer is just gonna gonna unleash. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then obviously they didn't get hit, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Good old plot armor. Good old plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're just sort of running through and then the he wasn't it just before then he sort of like was talking about the the volunteers. But obviously, we didn't know who the volunteers were. The ground, the ground troops, or whatever. Oh yeah, the ground. Oh yeah, he was like prepare for a ground assault mm. immediately, mm. sort of thing. Yeah, because um, he knows that Ahsoka would like be bold enough to just like plow on through. Basically, yeah, I think um, he calls them volunteers. I mean, surely they're just like his army of stormtroopers that he's got, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know how many he's got left. Mm. I mean, they sent quite a few in, like in there, like in that scene where they're cutting them down and stuff like when they get inside the building like there's about about 30 of them i think is there 25 yeah like yeah yeah there's quite a few yeah quite a few of them um and then that's when we see sabine sort of using the foot well we think she's using the force yeah because she's like sabine help him out yeah mm. and he looked a bit nervous didn't he, he was like his little top lip going oh it's a bit nervy to sort of looking down at something and then yeah they open the door with the force it could have been yeah. all ezra we don't know yeah, I mean, yeah. Ezra definitely was doing it. He sounded like he was struggling a little bit. It must have been quite mm. a heavy door, whatever. But yeah, she's like, Sabine, help him out. And then she reaches out and they managed to get through. So, I, I mean, given what happens later on in the episode, I think she probably did help because it seems like she's unlocking that potential now. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and then, then we get the the night dispatch, the night troopers. Yes. I'll tell the grandmothers. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously they're having a little, little make good old fashioned lightsaber blaster fight with some stormtroopers. Yeah, just can't brilliant. beat it, can you? You just can't beat it, mate. There's a, a great shot in that as well. Which, um, as an autograph collector, I was like, oh, that would, that would look great on like an eleven by fourteen, signed by um, Natasha, Eman, and and Rosario. Um, where they like all three of them are just lined up with their lightsabers and they're like in the ready pose. I was like, oh, nice, yeah. But um, yeah, they go to town, don't they? And even a little bit of fisty cuffs chucked in there and that, and um, force pulling and sabers and blasters and yeah, it's great stuff. But like you say, you can't really whack um someone taking out a battalion of stormtroopers. It's just like it's classic, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. <laughs> And then, yeah, I think that's when the old Night Sisters get involved, don't they? Well, we were talking about the possibility of what's inside that cargo, didn't we? 
mm. saying that a lot of the the uh, the talk online is people saying that it's like um, like dead bodies of either other Dafamiri or potentially like dead stormtroopers and stuff, but they can be reanimated once they get back to Dathomir or whatever. Um, and we saw a little bit of that with the old, what would we, I suppose we called them zombie troopers, I guess, would we? Yeah, definitely. There were zombie troopers. Yeah. Which was a new, a new toy. Of course. <laughs> got, to, got to catch them all. Because <laughs> obviously they've got a little bit of red on them anyway, these little red tapes, a little bit of red tape. And then suddenly like they will just sort of get up. Get fighting, I get knocked down, keep getting up. <laughs> I so... get knocked down, but I get <laughs> exactly. up again. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I thought, like, I thought it was quite funny. Like, obviously, you know, between takes, the uh, director and and the producer would have been like, right, all you stormtroopers, right? Now, when you get up off the floor, just like walk as if you're like a zombie in like an old fashioned. Totally. Like a horror film, <laughs> it totally looks Shaun of the Dead, didn't it? Some of them were proper, like <laughs> dragging their heels and like <laughs> sort of like like lumbering their arms a bit and stuff, you know. Totally. <laughs> and it's so funny because it, it it just even with Stormtrooper uniform, what they did genuinely look like they were zombies, didn't they? Do you know what I mean? The walk, the zombie walk. Absolutely. I was, um, I was half expecting them to break out and start doing the thriller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank god for those doors eh oh but again another classic Star Wars trope is totally. like blast the doors <laughs> yeah open the doors open the doors open the doors that was great was. Though, like, I, lo- I love seeing that where they were like they were slashing the locks and stuff like to to keep people out Star Wars loves shutting the door oh, I love the door shut don't we they love it Absolutely love it. Like you say, that one in, in A New Hope where they're like, close the blast doors, close the blast doors. Yeah. No, open the blast doors, open them. <laughs> yeah. And then even in like Kenobi, for example, when he's um on in, in the Inquisitorious and they're in that corridor filling up with water and stuff and he like yeah. gets out and like just manages to close the door and stuff and all that. And yeah. And The Force Awakens as well. There's a big on Han Solo and Chewie's ship. Oh, yeah. Them, they, have, they have that big sort of I can't remember what it's called now, sort of octopus thing, wasn't it? Oh, uh, what the hell? And then called? Ray was sort of opening, sh- shutting doors. Yeah, and then I love that though, because Finn's just like, like, it grabbed me and then it went through the door and then it shut and she's like, oh, that was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, what are yeah. those beasts called? That's going to annoy me now. Yeah, I can't remember. It might come to me in a bit, but uh, but yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was really good. And like you say, the Night Sisters, or sorry, the Great Mothers, like, Got into a yeah, little triangle. Called. Yeah. Great mothers, yeah. Yeah, they, they they reanimated. So obviously they were just getting getting chased down, putting them down, and then getting chased again, etc. Um which was all good. And then what happens after that? Um oh, was that and when... that's when Thrawn says he talks to Morgan and it is for the Empire. Now. Now. Yeah, he says that, and she says, mm-hmm. But then, when he walks off, she's like, for Daphomir. Mm. So I'm thinking, maybe, you know, whatever happens in the future, I think the Great Mothers are going to betray him at some point, or, like, cease working with him, at least. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, like, what you thought when you heard that. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that was interesting. Um, because when he said for the Empire, she just didn't look that convinced anyway. Do you know what I mean? Even with her black eyes. <laughs> um, and then she, the, then sort of the others sort of pass her, and she's sort of, although she has a bit of a dread, sort of dread on her face, because obviously she's faced Ahsoka before. Yeah. In Mandalorian season two. Um, and didn't come out well in that one. So, yeah, I don't know if she was a bit like, oh, bugger, I've got, to, I've got to do it, or whether it was more like, this is my moment to step up, you know. And then were there a couple of Death Troopers there? Yeah, they sort popped of... up again later, didn't they? Mate, they always pop up, don't those Death Troopers? But they seem pretty useless. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw a couple. Of... They, were, they were kind of like lumbering, lumbering strongmen. Towards mm. the end, do you know what I mean? Like just like overwhelmed Sabine and Ezra, like with brute. Yeah, strength, they did. You know, a little bit later, but and then um, I think it then cuts back to more blast doors being swiped shut. Yeah, and then running upstairs. Oh, that must. But to be fair to when all sort of three of them, I think that's when they come into like a that throne room where, where Morgan is. Oh, mate, I would have been fucking knackered. <laughs> all those stairs <laughs> like it's like oh my god look, look like a proper like ancient castle of stairs you know ain't this place got any lifts yeah so he's like running up these stairs and then something like oh finally we made it like that sort of ghostbusters way <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> when they go up to uh up to the top floor uh uh, Dana Barrett's apartment, <laughs> <laughs> and there she is with her sword. I know, looked, which looked good. Now, uh, do you think what the plan was? Obviously, they needed to stop Thrawn as well. But do you not think the three of them should have just taken her out, or do I you think, think they were right to send Sabine and Ezra on? I think, yeah, I think, um, obviously, a soaking knew that she was there to store them and I don't know it seems like in the bit of an Obi-Wan Kenobi way Ahsoka knows sort of what's going to happen do you know what I mean she knows that they're going to be stranded or they she knows that um I don't know she yeah she just seemed like she knew do you know what I mean all the time a bit like Thrawn sort of has a very confident look to him but the only time he looked quite panicked is when they went through those doors you know he looked quite veiny didn't he he's like looked a bit oh shit yeah because he was like uh, he was he was just like if the jedi managed to get onto the ship like that's that's not going to be good for us no exactly like he knew that you know he knew that um because obviously he wouldn't want them want to transport them back with him back to our galaxy so mm. um yeah actually i think you summed it up perfectly with your your first sentence mate like i think Ahsoka knew that the grand plan was they needed to stop Thrawn and Morgan, as we do know, because Thrawn spells it out, she was just there to be a bit of a time suck. Mm. So, and she yeah. says you must stop Thrawn. So, um, yeah, so I think that's the reason why she sort of lets them two go. And she knows that she can beat beat Morgan because she's sort of done in the past, but not obviously as a this witch with this sort of imp- very impressive sword. Yeah, the the blade is sorry, the blade, the blade is um 
very impressive. I just um I thought the what did you think of the fight itself? Like in, in that I thought sort it was of great. Mm. Really good. Way better than the um one in Mandalorian. Um yeah, some proper maneuvers going on. Ahsoka's come up. Yeah, both of them have come up a few notches, you know, they're fighting. Yeah. Obviously they've been promoted within their religions. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I got um I did get a little bit of a sense of like some of the moves that Ahsoka was doing was kind of reminiscent of um, Anakin in Attack of the Clones when he's taking mm. on Dooku. Just some some of the form and the way she was like swinging the, the sabers, like just for like literally like a, a second or so, nothing major, but like I just got the feeling that she she'd kind of taken on perhaps one of those lessons on the on the hollow disc was about how to fight properly with two blades because like you said in our last episode. She started using the two blades more after she had that encounter with Anakin in the world between worlds. Mm. Um, so maybe one of those hollow discs is like training on with the two blades, with like she was doing at the start of the last episode. Um, and he, he he obviously would have taught her some of his own moves, you know. So maybe that was like mm. a little bit of mirror image. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got. Um, he sort of does this thing with sort of couple loops isn't he with his arm Anakin just like everyone has that sort of maneuver you know he's sort of that pointed mm. sort of posture but yeah no I thought she it definitely looked different to what she was doing in the beginning of the series definitely she looked a lot faster a lot more sort of yeah but I suppose that's it you gotta sort of show a difference haven't you yeah um and then obviously uh the other two sort of escape and then they have a little little tangle, like you said, with the old death troopers that are slightly grey. <laughs> slightly grey death troopers. Unless That's they're it. New so, troopers. Yeah. I, and then during that scene, obviously Sabine's in, in big trouble and she manages to pull out the old force pull. Yeah. A la Luke on Hoth. Yeah, totally. And um, it's a great little manoeuvre, wasn't it? I mean, you know, she's just Obviously, she's getting strangled, gets the old lightsaber, and then side of the head. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. What more do you need to do? Just get him right in the side of the noggin. Yeah. And then um, uh, Ezra's death trooper just old-fashioned lob off the head. <laughs> yeah. And just see it rolling. Nice piece of direction, that. Just to see the body falls behind the pillar and the head keeps going. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very nice. I mean, it was quite nice to see them like get overpowered, like just physically, like you know, it wasn't just blasters and and sabers. Mm. It kind of added another dimension to the action sequence. Um, but yeah, they were banging trouble. So those guys must have been pretty strong. So, did you think that then Sabine knew that that only one of them could make it, and that's why she tried to get Ezra on there first? Um, no, I didn't get that impression. She... No, I didn't get that impression at all. I thought, I thought they were going to follow through with their plan. And she was going to run and jump, and he was going to put her up. Yeah, but she turned back, and then obviously, like uh, uh, Morgan and and Ahsoka had like come up onto the platform, and they were still going at it. And she's she's thought to herself, she's thought back to that conversation that they had on top of the ship. About how Ahsoka yeah. was like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you again. Like, I'm gonna stick by you and like, you know, for as long as you want me to, etc. So when Morgan's just like, 
they're gonna they're gonna die and like and you soon with them or like you'll die alone or something and then Sabine's mm. like she's not alone you know yeah I think that kind of neatly ties all of that up together about like it uh, does yeah yeah you know like Hawaii Cause... was like you got to stay together because that's when you're best yeah. And, yeah because she was paused quite a long looking back at her didn't she she's a little pause whilst um because obviously Morgan's still alive at that point um yeah. with, the, with the with the stormtroopers who just never die um and then yeah Soka seemed to be a bit but overwhelmed there because she sort of wins the fight but there's lots of stormtroopers sort of surrounding her you know so um but yeah I mean that was that was quite a good little fight again like novice you know old Morgan comes on then obviously the ship's leaving and they sort of like see her yeah it was quite um quite a nice interplay with um Ezra and Sabine again kind of reminiscent of the the rebel show where they're kind of like gene each other along and and, mm. and all that sort of thing and like you know trust me and let's do this and all that sort of thing it was kind of nice to see them bouncing off of each other again i've been i've been really impressed with um eman the fandy i think he's been great and he's only been in it for like you know a couple of episodes but i think he's he's kind of got that like sort of honest naivety slash confidence that Ezra kind of has always had do you know what I mean yeah yeah because Ezra did change I mean there was four seasons of it wasn't there so he did obviously he had started off with a little blue hair didn't he like sort of um as a as an apprentice and seemed to fall about a lot didn't he in that sort of first season then obviously he was a lot more up for it in that last one but yeah um yeah he's been really good I think they've got really sort of got that little chemistry together really well mm. considering like you say it's only been one episode in a bit you know um and then yeah Sabine helps them helps out so because she takes on the stormtroopers and then um Ahsoka takes on old Morgan which is which was amazing yeah I thought and it's a great way great way to kill her yeah it was it was really good like she killed her with her own blade and her own saber didn't she it was like a double yeah. double slice up which was quite yeah cool. double slice up yeah um and yeah that was really good and then um then we cut back to thrawn and we see the real thrawn he's like she's done her job yeah <laughs> ruthless ruthless because <laughs> old grandmother witch grandmother's yeah she's like staring off into the middle distance you know like, that's never good yeah <laughs> It's yeah. like she's something's coming in on the old fax machine. Hold on, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. Morgan's dead. <laughs> she's done what she needed to do. Um, and then the fun bit comes, which I wrote down, which is the uh, Ezra with the stormtrooper. Uh, two five seven six here. <laughs> <laughs> Copy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then drags the stormtrooper. I knew he was going to obviously dress up as the. Yeah, as a stormtrooper. Um, yeah, which again harks back to his. That's one of his character, like character traits in, yeah. in Rebels. You know, he's always dressing up in uh, like different outfits or like uh, taking pseudonyms and stuff to like get out of situations and stuff. Yeah. So, um, there's there was a few funny memes going around like after he makes his appearance in episodes at the end of episode six, where people were saying, um, uh, oh, like how can Dave Filoni like mess with the continuity? Jab- Jabba the Hutt died in episode like in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, 
Yeah, that was that was a nice moment. That I thought it was, was really nice. good. Were you a fa- were you a fan of how they got him onto the ship, like with the pushing and all that? Yeah, I thought it's quite it's quite good. You know, um, yeah, you know, again, it's always that moment, it's like how they're going to get on this, how they're going to do this, how, you know, and then mm. yeah, I was I was glad he sort of, one of them made it anyway. Um, and then I didn't know at this point whether because obviously they do a classic jump off the. Uh, the end of the ramp, then they the so Chris Sabine, and then suddenly, hey, there it is, it's all <laughs> bloody fixed again. He's back, and uh, the star sort that star destroyer destroys the whole tower thing, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but obviously, they escape, which is it's, it's gonna happen. See, I see when when Thrawn gave that order to like obliterate the, the base and stuff, like I, I don't know if you saw this, maybe I've imagined it, I don't know, but like. It looked to me like the great mothers kind of looked at each other and looked a little bit disgusted with that, mm. with that because maybe, maybe they didn't want that to be destroyed, you know. Yeah, and it's just yeah, another yeah. way of another way of Thrawn rubbing them up the wrong way. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, the shuttle obviously is straight after, and then and then he has a little chat with them, doesn't he? Mate, I've got to say, at this point, like just just when Ahsoka killed Morgan, I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. This is really good. We haven't seen Balin or Shin yet. No, I don't. do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I was exactly. That's like, what's going on there? Are they just going to be faded out? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Just forgotten about, and then that's it. Just left. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they. Yeah, so they. Yeah, so basically. The they get on the ship, don't they? And they start chasing the 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 eye of Sion. Yeah. Um, and Thrawn gets on the blower, doesn't he? And he gives it gives a little speech. Yeah, I knew you would do that. How's because of your master? Yeah, but then yes. the line where he's like, he's like, maybe you might also become what he became. Mm. Like Winds maybe up. Yeah, maybe you've got it in you or something. Mm. Does he call her a rodent as well? Oh, I can't remember what he calls her. Rodent or a rat, something like that. I was like, you cheeky bastard. Yeah, he's got a big old grin on his face. I remember that because he says, again, long live the Empire. No, I've won the won this battle or something, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, long live the Empire. Yes. Now, that's caused a bit of stir online, I've noticed today. Okay. Um, People saying that, um, Thrawn's ultimate goal isn't really to to sort of like see the Empire prosper. It's more to do with like his own his own race, like the Chiss, and right. like like he wants them to kind of become like the dominant the dominant power or whatever in the galaxy. But I, I, I don't think they're they're winding it up to be like that in in this, are they? It's like he's just working for the Empire and he wants to try and get it back. Yeah, how it was. What exactly remind me? What exactly period were we in? Were we just before episode four, sort of Rogue Squadron time? Was it for what? When, mate? We, for, when, for when, 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 yeah, when he left. Yeah, so season four. Yeah, it was kind of yeah, it was like kind of around, like just bef- just before Rogue One, I think. Yeah, yeah, and and certainly before A New Hope. It'd be around um, it'd be around Andor time. When we last saw him. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Maybe a little mm. bit before that, but yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Um, but uh, yeah, but like in the Rebels TV show, like he's only shown as like 
you know, like a, an, an admiral and then a grand admiral within the Imperial Navy. Like, mm. I don't, I don't recall ever seeing any episodes where you know he's in his chamber talking to someone back on his home planet or whatever, saying, "Yeah, like I'm, I'm wheeling my way in, and like we can do such and such and all that." Like, he's literally just, he's just a great strategist, and he believes in the Empire and he wants to see it thrive. Yeah, and you know that's why I thought that line, "Long love, long live the Empire," was like really good because I was like. Oh man, they're just like he's just sticking it in like a knife, you know. Yeah. See, I thought like at that point, oh, they're gonna do a little bit of a, you know, like they're gonna just drive the ship the back like onto the back of yeah you know, the Star Destroyer or something. Do you know what I mean? Like into the sort of chamber where the Tie Fighters are, and then suddenly they all go back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then it it obviously didn't happen like that. They went flying into the sort of hyperspace, and then they they were still there <laughs> it was like yeah so okay, basically they, so this they, is interesting they flipped it didn't they they flipped it yeah and ezra went back and they stayed yeah. there <laughs> they stayed there you're like <laughs> oh this is fun yeah i thought that so was then, that was that was quite good because we said that last week didn't we it'd be good if they just like did the old empire strikes back trick yeah and, and yeah. sort of like attached on or whatever but um i don't know i think it's definitely interesting it would have been nice to see it would have been nice to see Thrawn. I know they're on their way to Daphomir, but it would have been nice to see him at least put out a feeler to someone like a like an uh, sort of like an undercover Imperial mm. officer or warlord or whatever, just to be like, "I'm back." Yeah, yeah, no, totally. We didn't get that. No, it just went back to um, the planet with the older uh, turtles again. Yeah, and then sort of. They, they sort of ride back in on their horses and you know what I mean? And they, they seem very smiley, which sort of threw me a bit. Yeah, well, like you said, like, like you said smiley. earlier, like you said earlier, I think, I think Ahsoka might, like she says, we're exactly where we, we need to be right now. Yeah. I think, she, I think she's got a really good feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows that something... Yeah, something. And then there's that bird as well, which sort of catches her eye. Do you remember? With like sort of some big owl and she sort of looks around and then I think that's when she might say that line. Like, I don't know, she doesn't say anything, I don't think. She just sort of looks about. Yeah. And so then, we see, uh, then we see Shin. Yeah, so that owl is called um, Morai or Morai, ah, something need, like that. And it's know. like, it's it's got something to do with the the Mortis gods, which we'll come on to, because like you say, well, let's talk about Shin first. So she's obviously still wandering around the wilderness and she's like, I know what I'll do. I'll go and become the de facto leader of these little group of mercenaries that are just like living, living off the land. Yeah. Sand people <laughs> of the rock world, rock <laughs> basically people. rock people. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a lovely moment and like, it looked great the way they framed it and everything, but it's just like, is that is that all she's getting? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It did feel very rushed at the end, like with in terms of like showing that, showing Balin, showing Hera and Ezra, and then showing Ahsoka. Like it just seemed a little bit like, right, we need to just give everyone a little ending point so we can end it, and then we'll pick up again, like series two or whatever. Yeah, because then obviously then we yeah, like you say we cut to Balin, um, which sort of I was reading a little bit about what what he was sort of 
you know who those statues are and things like that. So yeah, I thought, I thought it was quite interesting. Yes, and he's definitely up to something. Yeah, so that that the statues that he's looking at look like the Mortis God, which I, I think I texted you about this morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but the interesting thing is, it's like it's a bit like the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's basically like the Father, the mm. daughter, and the Son, and like the Son represents the dark side of the Force, the daughter represents the light side, and the Father like represents the balance. I think. Right. And it was interesting to see that the daughter's statue wasn't there. Yes. Um, which connects back to the owl, as you call it. Mm. Because some say that the spirit of the daughter is within the owl. And because she's kind of like looking over, like looking over Ahsoka, it's like, is she gonna is the is the this daughter spirit gonna like help Ahsoka and Sabine and that lot like get back to our galaxy or like take take down like Balin and and the sun or whatever I don't know but um yeah it's it's a bit convoluted it's the Mortis thing like popped up in Rebels and it was like to do with the world between worlds and Palpatine and Ezra were like the ones that found the gateway and stuff but Ezra was the one that could actually open it to get to the the world between worlds pathways and everything mm. um so yeah so that that's obviously what what balen has been very interested in i suppose yeah which, which would be like a power above over and above like any jedi or sith so makes mm. sense mm. which sort of ties up what he's been sort of those hints throughout the whole se- series which is something more powerful than you can ever imagine and all this kind of stuff he's talking to shin about yeah Clearly doesn't want Shim with him because he's like, well, I want all this to myself. <laughs> she can just have a few sand troopers, you know, sand sand people. Yeah, she just yeah, just have a few hoodlums. Yeah, because um, it'd be interesting to think like, oh, actually, let's wrap up the episode first and then we'll we'll speculate. Yeah, but... well, then we just cut cut back to sort of thrall and that sort of uh, where they sort of come back, um, and it does have a very you know when I said last week about we need a shot of him on sort of his ship or something, and it reminded me because he was on a balcony overlooking sort of as they approach Daphne, don't they? And uh, oh no, he's overlooking his cargo, isn't he? Which yeah, clearly got a little smirk on his face, and there's quite a lot of cargo there. There's a lot, which, like you say, look quite like um sort of uh, like not you know like um boxes or there might be containing people or mm. spirits whatever it is and yeah that very that sort of looked like again you know in i think it's in episode two where they're looking over all the clone troopers and you know what i mean and, yes or or yeah. in the force awakens when they're seeing all those, those stormtroopers you know all sort of lined up to sort of that to, to some to, to the music so yeah that's what it kind of reminded me of a little bit I'm, I'm with you, mate. I had exactly the same thought when, like, that little zoom in where they're standing on the balcony. I was like, oh, mm. that really looks like the end of Attack of the Clones, that. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, and then Ezra arrives on his own ship and everyone's a bit, who the hell is this? Is a stormtrooper. This, <laughs> this is why I think it was a little bit rushed because, like, they literally just see the ship, like, being guided in by a couple of A-wings. And it's like, it, you know, we didn't see Ezra... <laughs> commandeer the ship and escape or 
like we didn't see him kind of in the cockpit being like no uh, like i need no. to i need to i need to come on board like i've got important information for the rebel alliance or anything like that it's just literally like i'm gonna land here get out take my helmet off me and tara are gonna say hello and that's it like yeah yeah i know what you mean it, it could have had a bit more of a definitely could have had a bit more of a dramatic escape it's because you know it's always dramatic to escape a some sort of uh, uh you know destroyer or whatever yeah don't get and, me wrong uh, it, was, it was a lovely moment like it was like it yeah. like went like when she just goes Ezra and he's like uh, mm. hey, Hera. yeah that it's bit's a, good yeah. yeah because why would they um um I didn't understand why everyone else pulled their blasters out like why like I can understand Hera like doing it once well like because she's not sure who's under the under the thing mm. but then like he takes the helmet off and she like lowers her blaster, but they're all still standing there, like pointing. Yeah. It's only because like, Chopper, Chopper has a feeling, doesn't he? Chopper has a feeling. It gets involved with his little dusty bin <laughs> action. <laughs> yeah. Wah, 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 um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Very unique, isn't he? Very unique droid. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, yeah, I know what you mean. And then we cut back to Ahsoka and, Sabine again, like it sort of rushed through that bit as well, you know what I mean? So it's all it's all just like showing all our characters wrapping up, but not wrapping up. Yeah, I know what you mean. I thought there was a line where Sabine sort of walks up to Ahsoka and she's like, like we're almost like packed or something, as if they were like getting ready to like, maybe try yeah. to get back, like maybe see That's if there's right. any any whales knocking about or whatever, you know. Yeah, that was it. We're almost packed and sort of again Ahsoka sort of looks up and then I think that's when they sort of have their moment well, you know, where she says, you know, you did well and yeah, you know, I'm gonna compliment you a lot more now, you know. And then she's like, well Thrawn, Thrawn did get away. So um but thanks, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's kind of a little bit of appreciation from Ahsoka there, which is obviously the new Ahsoka. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And then even Sabine is like she kind of looks off to the sky, mm. doesn't she? And she's like, oh She's like, "What's the matter?" And Sabine's like, "I thought I, thought I felt something, but no, maybe not." And then Ahsoka looks out, doesn't see anything. But then, obviously, the camera pulls back, and we got Force Ghost Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, which well, is before that. That's the bit where she says, "And so are we." Ezra is where he needs to be. Oh yeah, and so are we. Yeah, because obviously Balin's knocking about trying to exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, and then it's time to move on. And then suddenly she looks up and there he is. Oh, the big the man. Force ghost, the big man. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. He looked good as well. Yeah. But just as I was trying to sort of allude to earlier on in the episode, like, it's just like, you know, like he's still looking out for her, you know, mm. as she said she would do for Sabine. It's kind of like, it's hard to give up this old apprenticeship, you know. It's hard to give yeah. up. Yeah, no, it's really good. Really, really good sort of way to to end it. So, yeah, I think it's been... It's, I don't know. It's like now looking at it, right? Obviously, they need to sort of make a second season. It feels like, as we sort of predicted, that we are either going to be setting up a second season, which I think we are, aren't we? I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Not seen anything um, official, but... No, and and a movie, I think it'd be... A... Now, I don't know whether this is going to be George Lucas's 
original sort of sequel trilogy, which did involve these characters a little bit, didn't it? From what the rumours were. And whether we're going to have this sort of like, Dave's going to take it on, you know, sort of as the original George. Oh, do you, do you mean the films that eventually became the sequel trilogy? You mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe. His ideas, but you know what I mean? So, but yeah, anyway, I think this is definitely going to turn into movies and, and a, probably a trilogy movies. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. I think there's definitely going to be a series, series two of the like a TV show. Yeah, and then and then maybe at the end of that, because didn't they say that his film was going to be the oh no the Daisy Ridley one's going to be out first, isn't it? I think. Yeah, well, I think so. Um, the writer strikes obviously put pay to to any yeah. sort of timelines at the moment, but I thought they said maybe the Daisy Ridley one was going to come out first, and then the Filoni one, and then the Mangold one. But yeah. I mean, the Mangold one could come out any time because it's like so far out on its own, like way back in the past, that it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, it just left me wanting more. And it just makes me think that how much rewatch value is there going to really be to watch the whole of this series again? You know, if, yeah. series, if series two is going to literally be like the, the cut and thrust of Thrawn trying to take over and that all going on. And now we know that Balin's trying to get involved with like, the mortis and stuff like i don't know just that's kind of like the meat of it you know yeah totally it, it felt a bit not to it felt a bit imbalanced it felt like we had a very a lot of intro like felt like three or four episodes of introduction and then the fifth episode like you can see you know what i mean it's like getting going but really it just felt like we didn't maybe, maybe we only needed like at one and at two you know last week's one could have been at four or five, do you know what I mean? And then got into mm. a lot more. But clearly, they, they, you know, as we know, with TV series, they sort of have to drag them out in that way because, you know, you, you don't want to shoot sort of everything. In one, they always want oh, multiple se- seasons, don't they? Yeah, I know. But if you, if you know that you've only got eight episodes, for example, like in this example, Surely you wouldn't write the first three episodes to literally be a kind of like, you know, like Sabine and Ahsoka, like constantly talking about like, you know, unlocking their potential and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, maybe an episode and a half or something and then move it on. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It did feel like a bit imbalanced in that way. Um, Unless and also because we were introducing these characters, which... I know we know who they are. Do you know what I mean? But I suppose they had to sort of. But I don't know if we need to do that much, really. But um, yeah, only because we want to see more in this where we are now, really, don't we? Well, that's the thing. Like, like, like now we've started. Here we are. Yeah, he's back, which would have been really good if that was episode four or five. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be so great, wouldn't it? Because yeah, if you say five, then you got six, seven, and eight still kicking off but I suppose there's only so much story you can have and then you need to eke out the second season but we all know like if you think about it yeah the Mandalorian for example was you know season two was way better than season one and season three was way better than season two you know what I mean like these things would definitely get better the season two would be way better than this season yeah I suppose but if the plan was always to have a season two if Filoni came in and said look series one is going to be this but I want to do a series two as well which will be x y and z then 
he's given himself eight episodes to kind of play with where he can take his time with everything, I suppose. Um, it's just frustrating for us as an audience because we were, you know, we want to see Thrawn get back and like start messing with the the alliance and everything. And we want to see what happens with Shin and, and Balin and stuff. And it's just like, I suppose if the writer's strike hadn't happened, we probably would have got like a, maybe a sting at the end or a teaser or something just to be like, you know, like season two is coming or yeah, like just one little scene of like, someone uh, uh, like the Alliance headquarters on Coruscant, like uh, Chancellor Mon Mothma, we, we've just received the facts. Yeah, we've, uh, there's been a, there's been an awakening. <laughs> <laughs> Have you felt it? Have you felt it? There you go. Um, yeah, so, you know, you're right. It's, it's it was, it was slightly, Slightly odd, but there we go. Um, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, fuck it. We'll take it. We'll have it. But overall, I mean, you know, it was a great series. It was, I think, like I sort of mentioned a few a few episodes ago, it, it in many ways it's with obviously this new sort of stuff coming on, you know, the sort of the witches and that side of things, which we've touched on, as we know. Yeah. A little bit before. Um yeah, like you said, this sort of higher power than Jedi and Sith. It's it's definitely moving things in a different direction, which is good because we need fresh stuff. Yeah. Um, and Dave obviously being sort of the geek he is as well, like he can he can feel confident doing that. Yeah, and it hasn't sort of just done what the sequel's done, which is just repeat stuff. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's referenced stuff before, which is also quite nice. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like you can do little bits and pieces where it's like, oh, I kind of recognise that line, or there's like a bit of paraphernalia there that was in the original trilogy and stuff like that, as opposed to the Force Awakens, which was literally just a carbon copy of a New Hope, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, what I've also liked is obviously people like Shin, Balin, and Ahsoka and Sabine. They are in between us. They're not. You know, they are Jedi, obviously. You know, Soka now is a proper Jedi, but like beforehand, she was sort of middly. You know what I mean? Balan's, is he Sith? Not really. Is he, you know what I mean? He's ex Jedi. He's, you know what I mean? He's bringing this sort of new. Obviously, we have the Inquisitors before who are not true Sith either, but they're pretty dark, pretty bad because they yeah. do just work for the Empire. But yeah, these guys are the fact that mercenaries with lightsabers. I thought was was also again quite a new thing for TV and for films. Obviously, again we've sort of seen it maybe before in the comics and books and stuff, but to actually see on screen was pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think uh, it's definitely left us wanting more anyway, which is that's mm. probably what it was designed to do. So, cowboy hats off to Dave Filoni, I guess. Yeah, definitely. He he uh, he 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 nailed it. Yeah, he done well. He done well. So yeah, should we move on to a bit of newsage? Well, the only thing that I've seen the last couple of days, uh, there's going to be an auction pretty soon. Oh yeah, and uh, one of the uh, like it's like a movie props auction, but uh, yeah, one of the prize lots is an original C three PO head. Wow. From the original production. Um, What's the starting price? Well, the headlines are all quoted as saying it could sell for around a million pound, potentially. Wow. 
yeah, I think it's coming from Anthony Daniel's uh, own private um, collection. And uh, yeah, about a million squids if you if you fancy putting your hand in your pocket. Yeah, I might have to. I'll have to do more than sell the house. <laughs> sell one of your kids. You got you got enough kids. Sell one of them. Yeah, let's cheers. Take it back to an even number. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one. Um, but yeah, like uh, wow, that is. I mean, maybe he just needs a bit of cash. It's a good time to do it. I mean, he's not going to have to sell anything else if he gets a, a cool million pounds for it. No. And also, like, you know, because, you know, gas bills and all that going up, so you might need a bit of money. <laughs> it's <laughs> all those oil stuff. baths, mate. He's, well, and also, he's like, I've got enough C3PO paraphernalia. Yeah. You know, he's probably worn not. a suit for this. <laughs> uh, apparently, a couple of the other items uh, include uh, an original Indiana Jones whip, and the shield used by Chris Evans uh, as Captain America in the first Avenger. So like his first cinematic outing as Captain America. So, uh, yeah. Not too shabby at all. If you've got a few quid lying around. Mm. Uh, and then the other piece was when you sent me the other day. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, the, the, yes. Go on. The Acolyte poster. Yes. And then it said the big news was 2023. Which is brilliant. That's great, isn't it? Because I really did think this was the last series of this year. So that should be dropping, hopefully, maybe, what do you reckon, Christmas time? It's got to be, isn't it? Because they've got um, Loki is starting uh, this week of time of recording. I think the the 6th of October. Mm. So that'll be six, eight episodes long. Um, so I doubt they'll drop it against that. So yeah, that that will take us up to towards the end of November. So yeah, maybe after that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because I think when they were at sort of the Star Wars, you know, con- convention and conference, they're talking to I think it was the director or I can't remember who she was, but I think she was the director or maybe the screenwriter. Um, and you know the fact that she's like you know this sort of a Sith led story set also just set at a time that we have no idea about you know what i mean from a again from a screen point of view yeah obviously there's books and things but you know 100 years before the prequel you know um and yeah sort of the rise of the sith um yeah. which is amazing yeah that'd be really good i'm just wondering like how close I, I, like you say it's about about a century before the phantom menace um but like, if, if we're going to get any Palpatine action in it, maybe it's like a young, uh, like a very young man or a boy or something. Maybe at some point, or like, yeah. maybe, so maybe we might get Darth Plagueis knocking about. Maybe if he's yeah. if he's involved, um, that'd be good. I think we would do, wouldn't we? You'd like yeah. to think so. It just depends. Like, it depends how old Palpatine is in the Phantom Menace. Like, because obviously, you know, he's kind of like a sort of a middle aged man then, but like really obviously because he's like a sith lord like he's like sort of hiding his true self so he might be a lot older than he's letting on yeah you know yeah. what i mean i definitely yoda's definitely got to be in it isn't he yeah he's got to be, if they're going to beat the jedi temple and that he's got to be yeah because it's it's i mean it's the height of the jedi and and you know i think there was that sort of drawing which i think came from the comics 
where you've got like a Wookiee as a Jedi and you've got like loads, there's like hundreds and loads of them, you know, all sort of like in that, you know, golden robes, if I remember rightly, you know. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you've got to have, have a Jedi and yeah, the fact that, um, yeah, the fact that like, you know, Jedi are just absolutely everywhere. There's, there's probably hundreds of them. They've been, you know, they've had Republic for a long time, and then suddenly, one of them has to turn, or you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so maybe they, it is Plagueis. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he does turn, you know, or something like that. You know? Yeah, maybe. But I've read, I've read a book. I don't know if it's still canon or not now. But <clears throat> Darth Plagueis was, um, you know, in Attack of the Clones where. Count Dooku's having that little round table with like the separatist leaders. Yeah. And there's that one geezer who's like, the banking client will sign your treaty. Yes. They're called Muns and Darth Plagueis is like one of them. He's a Mun basically. Um, And like on their home planet, he's got like a little like headquarters there or whatever. But like underneath, he's got like his hidden chamber or whatever where he practices the dark arts etc and also a little bit of cloning as well mm, okay. because obviously palpatine tells anakin that he was like searching for like a mortal immortality and stuff so yes yes yeah the, yeah i don't know if that book's still canon though it's really good because it's like the relationship between Plagueis and palpatine is it's pretty decent um and if they it there's actually a chapter where uh, palpatine like you know the, the story of darth Plagueis the wise actually yes. like it actually goes into the the moment where Palpatine like kills him and stuff. Yeah, I mean that'd be amazing if they linked that all up. I mean, God, that'd be amazing. But yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, I suppose that that's the thing is that you want all these things to be a little bit linked, and you want these little subtleties in there. But at the same time, you know, like people do complain, like they just want it to be really separate, don't want any of the characters and things. But if you get a little cameo from Yoda, surely. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that yeah, you know, that'll make it just like we had cameos from 3PO and R2 and Luke and you know what I mean? Like we've had cameos all over the gaff. So Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yoda's got to be involved in, in the acolyte and you know, because he's CGI as well now anyway, it's like easy yeah. to do, isn't it? So yeah. Get Frank Oz back in with the old golden pipes, we'll be laughing. <laughs> Can't Frank get in there, mate. He was old in <laughs> he was old when he was like doing Empire Strikes Boat, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Don't you let him be say that? <laughs> like, I know, poor bloke. It's just like getting wheeled in him and John Williams <laughs> and James Earl Jones. Yeah, exactly. Come on, John. Get, little, get the baton out. One more, get the baton out one more time. Come on. Come on. We've, we've got more characters. We need more theme tunes. They <laughs> <laughs> write the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. That's Did it. you? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the poster for the acolyte. Are we thinking Mustafar? Mm. Well, that was the, yeah, that was what you thought, wasn't it? I mean, obviously Mustafar must have. I mean, obviously uh, we think it because uh, obviously that's where Anakin got his injuries and everything. But it 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 might have a it must have a history. I don't know if you ever read or um, know anything that 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 Mustafar was sort of mentioned in beforehand, like not the home of the Sith as such, because obviously we know that. Exico is <laughs> <laughs> quite sithy um with all its uh statues and stuff um but uh you know maybe it's like something else happened there or but yeah i mean 
or, or I didn't know whether it was just sort of a lightsaber that was sort of either being built or just being sort of formed or because obviously it's about sort of that rise of the Sith then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I just I saw like the backgrounds, like the saber on the floor with like the the, the, lava, the lava cracks and stuff. I just went, yeah. oh, Mustafa. But um, yeah. a bit like you know, Tatooine used to be like uh, like a water planet, basically. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's where the um, uh, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. I did know that. I think you did tell me that before. Yeah, well, some the, of those some of those places they were like big rivers and big lakes and things weren't they or they yeah were... well that's why it's called like the june sea and stuff. june sea yeah exactly yeah. that's it old uh mustafar used to be like a really vibrant lush like a sort of like green planet yeah and then so- something happened i don't i can't remember exactly what happened i think there was like a big like sort of something between whatever and then like that it like heated the planet's core and it like just took over and like made it into like a, a fire planet basically so mm. That's quite nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Quite, yeah. Has lava and volcanic vibes, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. Definitely. I think uh, it was quite a, a good source of like uh, like minerals and, and bits and pieces. Like I got mined quite a lot and everything. But right. Um, I think maybe, I think like maybe, why did they go there? Oh, because <coughs> they sent the um, separatist leaders there, didn't they? Like to hide They did, out. yeah. To hide so there, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think it's got any real sort of special connection to the Jedi and the Sith until Obi-Wan and Anakin had that duel. And then obviously mm. Anakin made it his home and stuff because, you know, he was depressed and emo and brooding and just wanted to like live in the middle of the fire wasteland or whatever. So mm. <laughs> that's where Castle Grayskull was. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Um, any other bits? Uh, no, I think that's it, mate, to be honest with you. Nice. Well, let's bring that on as well. Then we're going to have some, Hopefully some special editions now. Yeah. Obviously we've been doing this weekly for following Ahsoka, but we definitely need to keep keep doing some more bits and pieces. Yeah, I've got Ran- a... random Lego quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of ideas um for shows that we could do. So we'll have a little chat over the weekend and see if what we can get up and running. Absolutely. Well, thanks everyone for having a little listen. Um hope you've uh, enjoyed sort of uh, us having a little chat about the really good Ahsoka series. I'm glad it went well. And uh, yeah, bring on some more. Brilliant. Bring on the acolyte. Yeah. Thanks everyone. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter slash X. <laughs> at UK uh, Star Wars pod. At UK Star Wars pod. And yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Superb. May the force be with you all. Starting our approach, deactivate the security shield. Security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission. Stand by.